All right, welcome everybody to a new episode of the OTT Podcast. My name is Tyler Thompson. I'm editor-in-chief of Kentucky Sports Radio, and today I'm joined by Fake Barney, who is a weak man. <laughs> I'm a weak man, Lala. Your dad is a sinner. So today we will conclude our rewatch of season one of Friday Night Lights. So far we've recapped the pilot, episodes two through ten. Today we will roll through 11 through 22, as well as give our overall impressions of season one. Um, So we'll start it off. uh, Confession, I have not been able to rewatch all of the episodes of season one. I ran out of time, but Barney, they are fresh on your mind. So... (laughs) (laughs) or rather buddy so we're just gonna start off do you just want to go ahead and jump into the awards i'm a sinner i'm a sinner lala lala your daddy's a sinner i'm a weak man (laughs) see you're like your buddy garrity's more like south carolina buddy garrity like you need more trying to make it not bill clinton (laughs) (laughs) you need more texas in the accent like i'll work on it yeah i don't i was i was gonna do one and i was like that's not even worth it Come on, let me hear it. Let me hear your. Let me hear your best. I'm a I weak man, out. Lala. For the next episode. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Just, just, just see what you got, and then we'll, we can compare. I'm a weak man, Lala. Let's go. <laughs> your dad is a weak man. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I love this season. It was really good. Um, so you know, obviously, you know that these are always full of spoilers. So eat it critics um but the yeah just spoilers have, for season one right so if you haven't watched season one you know we're gonna try not to spoil anything for season two but which I is just really hard i know because he's yeah, already yeah, yeah. started it and he's already. right but i can't believe that they won the state championship in season one like why in the i mean okay i kept looking over at my wife i was like they're gonna get stopped at the one yard line and there's going to be like, and that's why everybody's going to come back, and they're going to be all motivated. But it to was win. bittersweet because Coach Taylor's leaving. Yeah, but uh, you didn't want to lose and have him him leave. I mean, I did. Once he won the state championship, where is there for? I mean, I'm, there's five more seasons. We're going to find out. But where is there for the show to go? I mean, like, you know, it's like, I mean, can't we just wait? And we could have waited and done that in like season three, and then seen if they could repeat in season four. Like, I feel like that it's like, it's like Ross and Rachel got together in season one or something. Like, come on, man. Like, well, to be you know, fair, there was a lot going on with like the series in terms of were they going to get renewed. Um, this is more in season two, but there was a writer strike on the horizon. So part of me thinks like maybe they just kind of wanted to wrap it up with like a nice happy ending if it had to end you know where it did i don't know yeah i don't know it was i i i could not believe that they did that but it was um, a great so, moment well i just i just hope that it just doesn't make the whole thing anticlimactic and uh, i mean it, do, it won't okay all right what's your favorite season since you don't like you've already told us you don't like season two season two is terrible um I actually like seasons, I think they're four and five, um, which is surprising because usually shows get weaker as they go along. Right, yeah. But I'm not going to spoil anything because I don't want to have to put $10 into the spoil jar. Yeah. Um, But it it takes a totally different direction and it kind of blows up what you know the show uh, uh, okay all right whatever yeah. you like season three exactly. or four. okay i like right. the later ones yeah four okay okay cool all right well that makes me a little bit more encouraged i just couldn't believe it i also was annoyed since we're talking about the state championship game um 
that there there's all this hype uh, it's gonna be packed there's people to the <laughs> ceiling like it's gonna be great and then like the whole upper deck is totally empty in the yeah, old but- Texas stadium. I mean, get out of here, man. It's not even there. They're not even filling up Jerry world. Like they're filling up like the, the old Cowboys stadium. Like, I mean, do enough, do all these people not want to be in, or couldn't they have done the camera shots so that we didn't see the big empty upper deck and they're oh, and Lyle and, um, Tyra gives, um, uh, dude face tickets. And, and there's like, or no Riggins gives tickets to Lila that she then gives to, not Lila, Tyra. This to me, Ira's Ira, Lila, yeah. Tyra. Um, <laughs> that uh, that she gives to her mom and her stripper sister and to Landry, and and he's like, sorry, their nose bleeds. They're in like section one twenty six. You can see the like section number. So like they're not like on the field. I looked over. I looked over. Baby, Bob, I was like. Those are like the best seats because they're not right on the field, but they're in the lower yeah. level. Like he, it was like, sorry, I gave you these club level seats. I mean, like, get out of here, man. Get some extras, FNL. But have you never been to a state championship football game, high school? Not in Texas. Well, it's I mean, different in Texas, everything's bigger there. Especially well, your buddy uh, Garrity accent. I'd like to hear it again. <laughs> but well, I, I got, I need more material fed to me. Like I can't, okay. I can't just do it on cue. But say, what my point I want was you to say, be, I want you to say voodoo. I want you to play for the Panthers. Voodoo, <laughs> voodoo Tatum. You listen here. I got you. I can't do. I got you a, a prime you opportunity a to live to be part yeah. of the Dylan Panthers. We'll take care of Put your <laughs> ring in the air. Voodoo. So creepy. Uh, <laughs> but my point was with state high school games they're never full. The stadium is never full. Like the ones I went to when I was in high school were in the old Cardinal stadium, which is, I think they just <laughs> tore down. It was it's a piece of crap. And, um, you know, you only have like very little of it full. It's never, you, high school is never going to be able to fill up an entire giant stadium, but I'm glad to see that, that Rayburn's back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, John Rayburn recurring character in Friday night lights. Um, you know, he's, he's not a bad person, but he, he did a very bad thing. So, obviously, we covered the main plot point of they won state. Coach Taylor is taking another job. Focus. There's a lot of other stuff that happened that's in the second half of the first season. You had Tyra nearly, you know, she got assaulted. Something bad nearly happened. Yeah, man, that was crazy. So heavy, man. Yeah, yeah, that was that was crazy. Yeah, and then no, I mean Landry. No, I mean like no, Landry didn't save her. Tyra burned the guy. She like burned him with a cigarette lighter. Landry was late. If Landry hadn't been late, none of it would have happened. Well, I mean, not like Landry would have been out there, you know, doing jujitsu or anything. But I mean, you <laughs> know, know. <laughs> probably wouldn't have happened. <laughs> yeah, and then obviously. Tyra or Lila and Jason, their relationship kind of, it looked like it was going great. They popped the question. Yeah, Yeah, they got engaged and then it just kind of blew up like we all knew it eventually would. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It was, it was a good, it was a good second half of the season. Um, I liked it better than the first half of the season. mm -hmm. Um, Okay. I'll own up to it. Grandma in the car was pretty funny yeah she was i knew but that would win you over it didn't win me over <laughs> again that was a great great had episode. we only run into grandma 
on the first date episode and then again in the car, I would have been a huge grandma fan. It's all the in-between grandma that nobody needs. Oh, grandma's great. But that is a really, really good episode or part of that episode where they're all it was tripping. Funny. And I love how they came up on Tyra um, yeah. or on Lila. They came up on Lila, broken down. I love that she got uh, Buddy's like biggest um, – like rival the used car dealer but he's like right. i can't believe you went to the buddy's my favorite character by <laughs> this, far he's this like, is renamed this the buddy yeah. Garrity podcast. Oh, hey, he's like i can't well can we get buddy we can, can i mean ksr has supposedly doing? got his name's brad some brad brad Garrity. he might even be listening or watching this right now yeah brad if you're out there where are your biggest fans <laughs> if you look right now this is Tyler's podcast and she spends the entire time in your armpits. Like, <laughs> like it's like, it's literally her favorite place to be or is it in your underarms. It's true. Um, and, and so if you're listening to this, please come on our podcast. He's not on Twitter. I've looked for him. I already <laughs> have tried to invite him. He's too good for Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Well, he might be out there and just like have a only like 10 followers or something. I don't know, but we need to get him. If anybody knows, how to get Brad, Brad Garrity. Um, Brad Garrity. <laughs> All right. So do we want to jump in with our awards? Let's do it. All right. So I will let you start us off. We, uh, favorite storyline and least favorite storyline. What was your favorite storyline from the second half of season one? Uh, man, I, hmm, I loved the games, the whole, like, I would say, I would say the football games were really, really exciting. The whole thing of – I mean, because I figured if they were going to make the playoff, that was what they should have done. They should have not even made the playoff, or they should have, like, barely made the playoff just so Coach Taylor, Taylor kept his job or something. But, like, you know, there was some drama. I just don't know. I didn't know. I didn't know they are going to make the playoffs. Once they made the playoffs, I assumed that they were going to make the state championship game. But even then, I didn't know. I mean, I was right. like, you know, making it to the final. Basically, you just need to make it far enough that they don't – because remember the first half of the season, I mean, like episode two or three, it was kind of like Coach Taylor's like job was on the – Yeah. Well, his, his job was on the line. You right. Know? I mean, he's the brand-new coach. And, I mean, what do you expect out of a brand-new coach in his very first season? I mean – Especially after for, he, he lost was, his quarterback. It would have been enough for him to just make the playoffs. Right. That's why I just can't believe that they, you know, jumped the shark possibly and had him, you know, win the state championship. Um, but I loved my favorite favorite storylines were the games. Um, the the uh, and I I know the Mud Bowl is like your favorite, but like, I love the Mud Bowl. I love the I love the play all the playoff game, the whole drama about them getting in the playoffs with the Arnett Mead thing that we talked about a little bit in the last episode. That came back to haunt them like we all knew that it would. Um, and then, you know, making the playoff. And I didn't see Voodoo, the Voodoo thing coming until the episode before where they said, you know, if we end up um, winning, we're going to have to play Voodoo's team. And so Voodoo's I didn't even, back. I didn't even think about that because I thought he had gone to Louisiana or whatever. So He's back, man. Um, so, yeah. So I loved all of the – my favorite storyline were the games. What about you? Yeah. Um, I mean, yes, obviously. It, it definitely got more exciting as it went along, just like a season would or playoffs would. Right. Um, I, I think my favorite storyline was Landry, like the emergence of Landry. Um, because okay. we kind of got a taste of him in the first half of the season. He's this witty, you know, funny, good friend, best friend to Matt Saracen. Right. Um, can't take care of grandma very well, but, you know, everybody's got their faults. 
Um, but we kind of, he emerged as his own character. He started tutoring Tyra and Riggins, kind of struck up a friendship with Tyra. Um, right. I just think he's such a, Jesse Plemons does a great job. He's just a friendship a great, with Tyra. He wants to holla at Tyra. Well, it's it's a friendship for now, but yeah, he's so self-deprecating that I, I he's one of my favorite characters in the whole series. But yeah, I thought that was a cool a cool side storyline. Maybe not the most obvious one, but but yeah. So that was mine. Um, least favorite was probably um, the Lila visits Jason in Austin stuff. Yeah, Jason. I could kind of see where that was thing. going. Yeah, yeah, it was dragging out, um, but it was it's important. I get that, but like Lila and Jason's relationship, this whole second half was my. It led to some really good moments, which we'll talk about later. But um, I think you know, uh, man, it was just it was long and arduous. Like it was just yeah. like all of those. Uh, the, the, everybody knew the trip to Austin was going to blow up, you know, because he needed that time to go off and find figure himself. out what his new, yeah, find out what his new life was going to be like, you know, and get or at least get a taste of it. Um, and he's just so desperate to get out of Dylan. Well, can you blame him? I mean, yeah, I think, it was, I mean, I'm surprised that it's him of all people that wants to get out of Dylan. You would think with something that tragic that happened that maybe being surrounded by familiarity and friends and family and stuff would be a comforting thing. I think it might've been more interesting had they chosen another character that really wanted to get out of Dylan, like maybe smash or, um, you know, but really the only people that don't like Dylan are are him and Julie, who then ends up wanting to stay in Dylan. Right. So, you know, yeah. Um, I don't know. I I didn't like that storyline. What what was your least favorite? Uh, Probably all the stuff about Saracen's dad. Like he came oh, home. Oh gosh, yeah. I just good that's call. so heavy. And you know what? I, I love and respect soldiers and veterans, but that's just a lot. Like I, I Well, and it's just it's too much grandma. It's yeah. you know, we you know, we're again we're But you we're feel back bad to, for grandma. I mean, she's I felt I really mean, bad for her. I just feel like that maybe Surgeon's dad could have handled all this over the phone and gotten <laughs> her a caregiver and you know, and and maybe in a passing conversation, Sarah's in to julie could say oh by the way did you know that grandma went to heaven or hey by the way did you know that grandma uh, then he wouldn't have had the road trip thing but it's like okay well great fine okay did you know that grandma (laughs) has a caregiver now hey hey julie guess what grandma has a caregiver now and then we could have done away with all of those episodes you know right yeah yeah, i agree with you his dad at practice was super awkward when he like showed up and he was like you should be real proud of your son and he was like you know i don't know and he was out there like what a turd face yeah i was i was not a huge fan also riggins's dad that was another like i just the dad's re-emerging also who who gets out of a taxi come on your your son's a starting (laughs) quarterback can we not have a halftime moment where we blindfold Sarah's in and then his dad like comes running out or something like his dad know? would not have been about that. His dad. Didn't oh man. Like Those things make me cry him. every time. They're all perfect strangers. And every time that that happens, like I'm just like a total sucker for that. What better time to, to do that than on, you know, if your son's a starting quarterback right. for the Dylan Panthers, you know, but no, he just, I, I'm with you. He he just gets out of the taxi. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, here I am. Oh, look, yeah. I'm home. Like, I know. So I, I wasn't heck, a huge fan of Miss, that. Missed the moment. So favorite character. Um, I already talked about mine, Landry. I think Landry's okay. hilarious. What about you? Um, In the second half of the season, 
I don't know. That's tough. Um, but Buddy. I love Buddy. <laughs> so let's talk buddy. about Buddy. Yeah, Buddy, buddy Buddy's always is a weak, he's a weak man. He's a weak man. <laughs> Let me share my screen and we'll see why he's so weak. Um, yeah, Buddy well, it's, had... the, it's that Colette. He, he, he's got the Colette uh, <laughs> Look at this fever. face in this. It's so it says you, I can't see it. It just says that Kentucky Sports Radio has started screen sharing. Oh, well, accept the screen share. I don't have I, – I, it's not giving me the option okay. to. Normally it just shows up. when. Oh, there they are. I see okay. them now. He's, right. He looks like a – like he's very excited. He's yeah. like, sign, sign that contract, baby. <laughs> hey, you, you're now a part of Garrity Motors. Also, how random is that picture of Tyra? I'm assuming that's Tyra. Or Lila, excuse me. Um, on the on the uh, table next to the lamp, next oh, to the Nasty University of Texas lamp. She's also up on the on the dresser next to a football. Of course, of course. In a cheerleading in her cheerleading outfit. But anyway, so yeah, this was uh, Buddy's weak moment. So Tyra's mother took a job as a secretary at the dealership, and uh, ended up. Look, doing- looks like Tyra. I mean, I say yeah. you know that she's good she's Minus the moles, uh, is good, good cast. <laughs> yeah. So, what what did you make of Buddy's weak moment? Did you see it coming? Oh yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm hoping this is the first of many, uh, you know, uh, if, if instances where where Buddy um, just just goes full Buddy. But um, you know, in the first half, he was just the sleazeball guy who um, who you know tried to get Voodoo Tatum you know to come play. And I love how he's um, also – okay, so we can talk about this now since we know all about Smash's steroid stuff. Mm-hmm. I love Buddy's whole uh, argument with Coach Taylor where he was like, it doesn't get more inside than me. When he was like, <laughs> you know, it's, got to, it's, it's um, talking about how he, you know, punished Smash and wouldn't say why. And Ben was driving Buddy nuts because yeah. he wanted to know. It wasn't even so much that Smash wasn't playing. It was the fact that like Buddy didn't know what happened. You know, it was just like it was just Buddy. Buddy's just kind of like, "Come on, Coach, tell me what's going on." And he's like, "It's an inside situation, Buddy." But he's like, "I am the inside." Like, what are you talking about? It's love. I love Buddy. I I mean I I I don't love what he did. Buddy's kind of like it's kind of like Bloodline. You know, he's a good man who did a very bad thing. That's fair. That's fair. So yeah, Buddy. Had a lot of character development. Uh, you mentioned Smash. Uh, we should mention him because, you know, the last we saw him when we dropped off with our last episode. He, he was, was he was shooting himself in the honey with a needle. himself up, you know, deceiving his mother and the church. And that continued to go badly. Um, he has a love interest now, the preacher's yes. daughter. Uh, what did yeah. you make of that? Because I, I thought that was an oh, interesting. Oh, we all know that she didn't spend her missionary time in africa or something like that whatever she said <laughs> yeah. that did not happen yeah I, um, I thought she was an interesting character she she also seems very like uh, if she never if she doesn't come back or something anybody's gonna miss her character yeah i kind of honestly forgotten about her until i was reading like watching the episodes and reading the recaps and i was like oh yeah she's very forgettable i think it's it's nice that she you know it's cool to see somebody check smash Mm -hmm. you know but then 
she also like kind of lets me, she's like, you know, go to state, have fun, you know, be the smash. Cause she's know, got so issues. She does. Yeah. And, and I think it was neat to see that side of smash, uh, you know, not just being like a hot dog, you know, but, but like that caring side. Yeah. It's I cool. agree. And I thought it was good at Friday Night Lights to kind of like show mental illness, you know, like stuff. Again, you know, yeah, the, very we, we had the, we had the, we had the um, racism episode. We had the, the, um, the um, slut shaming episode. And now, you know, we got the mental illness stuff. We had a, a PSA from Julie. Oh. Um, oh, where Julie told us up. not to text. And, no, no, no. Well, she told us not to text and drive. Do you oh, have that one? Yeah. I don't have that one. I have yeah, she another. She came out at the end of the credits and was like, "Hi, I'm Julie Taylor. I know you all respect me very much, um, and so you know because you respect me very much, I'm going to talk to you about a very serious issue, and that's uh, you know not driving while distracted." And I was just thinking to myself, you know, <laughs> I was gonna drive distracted this. I've got my cell phone ready here. I was gonna go drive distracted this afternoon, and then Julie Taylor told me not to. And now Perfect. I don't even, now I don't even want to anymore. Like exactly. I've lost all desire to, to do that. Um, you oh, know, there's thank, your girl. Thank, thanks to Julie Taylor. So right. thank you, Julie Taylor for, for that. How about we, uh, we see another PSA from Julie Taylor. All right. <laughs> gems are in trouble because of destructive fishing, pollution, and other threats. Get involved. Join Oceana. Let's help save these hidden treasures before it's too late. Saving the oceans. You know, when I think about hidden treasures, (laughs) you know, Julie Taylor. Is she your hidden treasure? I mean. Julie goes through a lot the second half of the season. I love how she just comes out to Matt and says, you know, Matt Sarazen, it's time. It's time. <laughs> she is, like, yeah, she knows what she wants. I will share that too. I mean, she, she said tonight is the night where two become one. <laughs> she told him. I mean, she just, he was like, Matt, tonight we're going to bone. Know that he was never going to be direct enough to do that. I yeah, mean, but she was just like, she was out of nowhere. She yeah. just was like, Matt, tonight we bone. And then he goes, oh, 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 okay. Oh, okay, Julie. Oh, okay, Julie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go. I'll get, I got so-and-so's lake house. Also, come on, Tammy. Whenever Julie says she's going to hang out with Lois, we haven't even seen Lois. Is There's no Lois. Like, that's like, that's so, come on. I mean, how dense are you, Tammy? Like she's not hanging out with Lois. There's no person named Lois. Also, Whenever she Tammy, says that, she's going to do something. Saracen buying condoms. Like, come on. Right, but 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 I'm saying the line that Julie always gives Tammy whenever oh, yeah. she's like, you know, I'm spending the night with Lois. She's never actually with Lois. Like that, it should be a warning to you that Lois is like her imaginary friend or something. Right, right. So yeah, these two get very close. Obviously, they do the deed. And then no, they don't do the deed. Oh, I thought they did. No. Okay. So See, they're it's laying. Been a long so time. in this scene, in this scene right there, they're they're laying there, and and it's like 
you know, Sarazen's got the lake house. He's got everything all set up. And then Julie gets freaked out <laughs> by the deer. There's no sex under the deer. Yep. Um, she says she thinks its eyes are judging her. And, you know, look at that. That deer looks They do. Cool. It has a pretty judgy deer, to be fair. Yeah, it looks like it's judging me. <laughs> but then, I mean, they kind of get the rug ripped out from under them because she finds out she's got to leave. I mean, she's got to leave Saracen and leave Dylan. I look like a deer. Look at you kind of do look like a deer. That's kind of freaky. I, I love this thing that you taught me about. Zoom. <laughs> Virtual backgrounds. I think once our podcast is over, I'm just going to sit here and look at it's like it's my ear oh it looks like you're a psa for no sex like abstinence <laughs> well you know <laughs> and no sex under the deer yeah <laughs> so no they didn't do it um and 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 they, they it was it was it was nice you know it was nice that they decided not to do it um under the deer i don't i don't think that that's probably where it should have happened right it's not it was not the moment it was not the moment where two become one uh, yeah. So, least favorite character? Um, I'm going to piggyback on one of your early ones and say um, Sarazen's dad. Yeah, it's just, I don't yeah. know. I, I just really don't know how they want us to feel about him because obviously, you know, he's fighting for his country. We have right, to but that. but he's but he's got a he's got a bigger battle here at home that he's right. Running from. He's not being I mean, he's, a great father. Not being yeah. A he's great using son. it doesn't it doesn't really matter that he's in the army. Yeah, it's that he's using something as a way to justify it not dealing with the responsibilities that he has to his mom and dumping him on his son. Like, dude, come on, man, what yeah. a turd. Yeah, not a fan. But he I ends mean, up making the good right decision in the end, but I still could have done without that whole thing. Same. My least favorite character is that guy. <laughs> that kid. Tim so, Riggins, you're Tim Riggins. He's the best brother. So Riggins after, you know, he and Lila stopped doing their thing. They're no right. longer hooking up. Uh, he starts hooking up with the neighbor, the hot mom with the fast. <laughs> yeah, I was about to kid. say let's 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 clarify here as you show the picture of the of another <laughs> neighbor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but I mean, who talk about and you know, and I we I've talked about in both episodes so far how one of the things that I love about the show is that it's not predictable. As soon as we saw that gutter yeah. hanging down outside, yeah. we knew that Riggins was going to climb into it with that woman. I mean, you knew that he wasn't going to fix that gutter and right. then get down into the gutter with her. I mean, you know, everybody saw that coming. But yeah, this kid annoys me. I think it's like most TV shows or movies think it's great to have the, the funny, smart, like talks too fast kid, like the kid from um, the Jerry Maguire movie. He always, right. they always annoy me. Yeah. I'm like, no kid actually talks like that. Like, well, we talked about double standards in the last episode, too, about how it's different for girls. But, you know, how creepy would the role reversal have been if this oh, had been so a creepy. 35-year-old man and Mika yeah. Kelly? You know, like, 
I mean, how That's is it really true? Yeah. How is it okay for for Riggins to have like the you know cougar lady next door, and then it's all like kind of like oh yeah, oh look yeah. At him. So that, that I mean, kid, I looked at her as being like a total creeper, just as much as I would have if it had been a thirty five year old dude and me to kill. Yeah, and that, that's a great point. But that kid, just every time, it's just like nails on a chalkboard. I'm like, I can't do it. Um, let's I can't see. Take that shirt. He's got a big spider on his shirt. It's, not Spider-Man. <laughs> it's like it's a Spider-Man like a, shirt. It's not even Spider-Man. It's just like, hey, look at this big spider. Like, it's just enough to make me want to stay away right there. What was your Billy Gillespie moment of the second half? Of oh man, there were a ton of uh, a ton of Billy Gillespie moments. Uh, we had some uh, poor decisions by by coaches. I would say. Um, we had, uh, the offensive coordinator, uh, running his mouth a little too much. Yep. Um, we had, uh, I mean, I would say, does it get more Billy Gillespie than, than the Tim Riggins neighbor, um, interaction that we just talked about? Not that's, really. Uh, that could double that's, his that's, mind. That's right there. Is yeah. Billy. Um, we had, uh, we had a good, a good party scene getting ready for the playoffs, uh, where, um, Buddy, uh, is out there, uh, you know, partying it up. Everybody's partying. So, I mean, yeah, I think that, uh, that covers know, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we had, we had several Billy moments. What, what was your favorite? I was just going to say like, yeah, the next door neighbor thing was pretty Billy. Uh, I think even <laughs> Buddy Garrity's weaknesses, pretty Billy. I mean, anybody's weaknesses are Billy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you you listed them all. Um, most cringeworthy moment, kind of also like a Billy Gillespie moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, my most cringeworthy moment was the two of Street and Buddy. So the one was them in the driveway with the moment of just brutal honesty that actually I kind of liked the moment of street and hurt talking about later. He was like, I got to respect her dad for at least being honest about not wanting her to date me because I'm in a wheelchair. Yeah. So that was really heavy and cringeworthy when buddy was like, just cause your life is hell son doesn't mean you need to take my daughter there with you. You know, and Jason had to kind of drag it out of him. But, you know, for Buddy being my favorite character, um, that was not a high point <laughs> of him uh, in terms of capital C character. Um, right. You know, uh, that was uh, that was not good. Um, and then the other one was you knew that the Jason and Minka thing wasn't going to last when – and I'm just going to call her Minka because Lila and Tyra is just too confusing. It, yeah, it is so, easy yeah. to get confused. Jason and Minka uh, moment at the when they're eating in the backyard and Buddy's grilling and Buddy's, you know, giving Jason a hard time about wheelchair rugby. And um, he's like, is that you going to make a living from that? He's like, no, but I'm going to take your daughter to China and marry her while I do it. <laughs> and, I mean, it was like, okay, that's not – how you tell your future father-in-law yeah. that you're in, you know, engaged. They didn't even so ask many, his permission. Come on, Jason. There's so many indications that Tyra or that Lila and Jason were not going to work out. You got to, I'm not, like, it's not so much asking the dad. You got to ask both parents, you know, Jason Street's a stand-up guy. 
how did he not find time to go and sit down with mama and dad Garrity and have a conversation about this so that it didn't end up coming out over hot dogs and hamburger. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, what Mr. TT, what did Mr. TT do when he, when he, I want to hear the story. He, um, he unbeknownst to me drove to Danville and asked my dad for permission. See, he did it upright, and it's hilarious. I should have him on here to tell this because he loves the story. He took a sick day, and he he was like, "I knew he wasn't sick." We were living together at this point. We were living in sin. Oh, look! You should have you should have listened to the deer there. (laughs) We had no deer heads in our house, but anyway, so he was like, "Oh, "Oh, I'm just gonna hang out at home today." I was like, "That's you can't do that. That's wrong." Like I was being obnoxious and you know i was like if i have to go to work you have to go to work blah blah and, and he actually was oh what yeah and he drove up to danville and yeah, took my good. dad out to lunch and asked him for permission see why couldn't jason have rolled himself over there and done that i mean come on man yeah come on dude so yeah those were super cringeworthy moments all those interactions with him because then you're like man this is not gonna last you could see by the look on minka's face that yeah. she was like yeah, when I was a little girl dreaming about the moment that I tell my parents that I, you know, want to spend my rest of my life with somebody, it was not going down like this. Yeah, I think just that was any, the beginning of the end. Yeah, any uh, Jason and Lila moment from like I think in the second half of the first season is just because I'm like, ugh, just over it. Yeah, there Especially were a lot of like you, moments with that girlfriend too that you mentioned, like yeah, bipolar stuff. Yeah, I know, I know she. I, I don't know how I feel about her. I, I liked her, and I think you're right that she showed a different side of, of um, Smash, but forgettable. Yeah. Um, my most cringeworthy moment, I mean, the Tyra assault stuff wasn't great. That was hard oh, to watch. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I didn't – and it just came out of nowhere, too. Yeah. Like, because the whole town is at the is at the playoff game, and – you know, so the only losers that are still around are Tyra and Landry and, and a rapist, you know, so I know. Like, they're like the only people that are around and you, but no, I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that, and then all of a sudden you're just like, Oh, this show is like, whether it be the drama on the field or off the field, like there are some cringeworthy like moments, but that are done in a way that you're just like, Oh my gosh, just like right. total drama, total drama. Best sports moment. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say the whole mud bowl. Like, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Cool. I loved the whole thought of, you know, they obviously couldn't use either stadium. They couldn't decide on a stadium that was fair or neutral. And Coach Taylor is just like looking around and he sees this plot of land, for, you know, yeah. for a lease. And he's like, well, let's just do it. And they did it. And it was freaking fantastic. Let's get down to basics and make it about football. Yeah, yeah. and like I think that um, LSU co- LSU's Coach O kind of yep. referenced that. He's like, "We'll just roll up and play in a dirt field. Just tell us when." Like, <laughs> I I love that. I think it just gets down to the basics of sports, and it was a really cool visual too. Um, big fan of that. That was definitely my best sports moment. And it, you know, they came back and they won, and it was just. I, everything about it I love. What about you? I like the semifinal game uh, more than the state championship game. Um, I lo- I liked because I, I, did, I honestly didn't think they were going to win. I thought they'd stop them on, you know, and I thought, that, you know, this would be a great ending to the season. And this is what's going to get Coach Taylor to not take the other – I was kept – I kept thinking to myself, I was like, okay, 
that's the only thing about rewatching some of the stuff is that you know there's five other seasons and you know they're not all going to be you know you know they're actually Friday night lights and not Saturday night lights so yeah. we didn't just follow him to to uh Dallas or whatever but like um I don't know I I feel like that that would have been a good way to end it and you know bring him back without that dragging into season two yeah yeah because then you're just kind of asking yourself okay I know it's kind of like all those episodes of 24. You know, I love 24. You watch 24? No way. Well, I'm saying like (laughs) the beginning of every season is like Jack's got a beard and he's quit CTU and he's like, you know, he's overweight and he's like just, you know, he's, he's just sitting on, you know, and they've been doing it with James Bond too. Like inspector, uh, you know, um, he, he, uh, quits being James Bond. He's got the beard and stuff. And then he has to like come back and, and it's just so like overdone. And it's like, you know, I just, you know, that that's going to happen with coach Taylor because what is it, what's going to be the thing that brings him back. And instead of dragging that whole thing out to a storyline, they could have just made it unfinished business. And, and then, then obviously you got the bombshell, you got the baby, right? Tammy's pregnant. Tammy's pregnant. I love that it smashes mom that like, yeah, you know, sees her and realizes what's going on. And that was the thing I wanted for smashes mom that didn't happen in the first half. I just felt like that she was, yeah. Yeah. Well, not even just being a mom, but but just being the whole, like, you're not going blah, 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 blah in my house. (laughs) You know, like, like just that whole like trope, you know, like I just didn't like, I I love that she like, we're getting, I I just, I can tell I'm going to really like her as a character. So if it were you and you were Coach Taylor and you had the offer from, what was it, Texas Methodist or something, yeah. and what would you do? You had a new baby on the way, a daughter in high school who's in love, right. you know, presumably. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think it's those things that help make the decision. It's, it's talking to your family about it. And, and I think if he had listened to Julie – and you can't let a 15-year-old make that decision no. on their own. But right. it's got to be a contributing factor. And I don't even really feel like that he even took Julie's feelings into consideration um, at all. And, or at least he didn't even act like he did to her. He told her in the car that he was going to respect, you know, think, of, you know, that, that was going to give him pause. But it really didn't. But I feel like Tammy, again, you know, you like her a lot more than I do. I feel like that she should have been a little bit more sometimes those guys need help okay and sometimes we don't read between the lines very well and I feel like that instead of her saying maybe we can make this thing work where you're there and I'm here and all this stuff yeah he should have listened to her and she should have been a little bit more direct that I just don't feel like that it's a good idea right now the timing's just not perfect and he should have never gone. And I would I don't think that I would have gone um, had I listened to the family. But what if this is family. his only chance to, to it's coach? It's not. It's his first year coach. He's also not even leaving to be like a the real coach. He's leaving to be a quarterback's coach. Think about all the Kentucky assistant coaches that have had all these opportunities uh, through the years. And they've turned them down knowing that something better is going to come along. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you, we, got, we got our coach that, that just left recently um KP. You know, yeah um and kp's had offers all over the place but it wasn't until the knicks with world wide west and all that stuff going on and it's new york city i mean 
isn't he so glad that he didn't become like the you know assistant coach at UAB or something like five or even years ago? just the coach at UAB yeah man I mean, I mean I'd much rather be the top assistant in, in New York for the Knicks than and it's UAB. not like T, TSU or whatever the fake colleges they made up was that's supposed <laughs> to be like the TMU it's supposed yeah. to be like TCU I guess but like that that that's that even being the head coach there you know I mean from a high school to there would be a pretty good jump but it's not like it's unheard of. I mean, yeah. it's not like you're jumping from a high school coach to the Texas head coach. It's TMU, you know, like, come on, man. You don't leave to be the quarterback's coach there. Get I out think of it's, there. It's, a, it's an interesting way to end the season, though, because he yeah. came and then he's going. I mean, and they won the state championship and they did all of these things and, like, and then it's just all over. Like, what other show would kind of – I know you said it was too predictable that they won, but they did kind of blow it all up. Yeah. You know? I mean, because you don't know what's going to happen in season two. But you know he's coming back is my point. You don't, know how, you don't know how he's coming back, but you know he's coming back. And that's my whole thing about the predictability of the whole, you know, oh, I quit, look at my beard. I mean, he did everything but grow the beard. You know, <laughs> like, you know, uh, I mean – you know, normally they look like Coach Cal eating ice cream. And then they, you know, <laughs> then there's this that moment picture. where they start playing like instru- instrumental music and he starts shaving off the beard and he's like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm going back. Man, is Cal going to shave that beard whenever we actually have basketball? Please. I like Shannon the dude's idea of him just pulling it back in a ponytail. <laughs> like a man. He keeps We're talking record- every single time he talks on one of these videos he does. Uh, See my man bun? Almost got it back into the man bun. Like, he's obsessed. I think that he just – that's the one hip thing that his daughters have told him about. Yeah. <laughs> I miss him. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, we're, all, we're recording this on the day of Shannon's walk. You think he pulls it off tonight? I think he does, just out of stubbornness. Like, I don't – I think he's – I don't think he stubborn. quits. I don't think he quits. I think he runs out of time. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I don't think that he quits. I, I'm with you. I think he's <sighs> determined, and I think he's there. Um, but I was – I mean, the the pace that the marathon runner guy um, yeah. set, you know, he started off running <laughs> about probably like you and Matt. I mean, you know, like yeah. you're – the way that you guys run, I mean, he was like – he started off running a marathon I, runner's clip. I do and think then it'd be easier – if you're used to running, like if you've trained to be a runner to run 50 yeah. miles, and it would be if you had no training and tried to walk it. It's going to be interesting to see when Shannon hits the wall. Uh, you know, it could be as early as like two miles when he starts to like be like realize the enormity of the task. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't think he quits, but I, I think he'll, ta- he'll need to start taking some breaks. And I just don't, I just don't see him. He's going to have to move pretty steadily and pretty quickly. Um, and so, I mean, I think that guy um, that did the – what was his name? Do you remember the guy's name that did the – Travis York. The, yeah, Travis. So, I think Still Travis – Hibachi. He, um, he set a good model for Shannon that go ahead and try to run or jog at the beginning when you're not yeah. exhausted. And then Knock you can walk the rest of the way. If Shannon doesn't do that, I think it's going to be difficult for him to finish on time. But I don't see him quitting, so I hope he makes it. 
Well, we'll see. I mean, obviously, by the time most of you all watch this, even probably by the time it's posted. Are you going to try to stay up and like, are you going to check in on him at like two in the morning or something? I don't know. I've got site duty tonight. So this is Thursday. We're taping it. Um, and so I have to run the site tonight. So I'll see his send off. Um, I'm not okay. going to wake up at like 2 a.m. <laughs> I feel like I want to just like set my alarm on my phone for like yeah. 2.30 just to see if he, is there going to be a way for us to check in on him oh yeah we'll be streaming it live on ksr's facebook the whole page. thing i think just certain parts we're just doing like live look-ins okay so um, if i want to like set my alarm for like we will the have the schedule up again okay this, this is going to be a moot point by the time people are yeah. watching this well i yeah, guess okay. i could put this up tonight but um but yeah so i'm really Give excited Shannon something to listen to while he's walking yeah he's gonna need it 20 hours is a long time <laughs> Um, so season one is done. I know you're already on to season two. Barely. Just, uh, I'm going to try to do this more yeah. on the same pace as our podcast now. That's good. And what you can do too, because right. you know, you're, we're going to try to watch, you know, I would say for our listeners out there, um, we usually watch maybe like two episodes in a night. I think sometimes we'll only, get crazy and do three. There's only, um, uh, there's a lot less episodes, a lot fewer. I think there's like 15. And, yeah, um, but Tyler and I are going to do the same format that we've yeah. been doing. So we're going to do the first half of the season and then the second half slash recap. Um, so, and something that so, we could yeah. do, which would be, uh, I think would add some, because we're learning how to do this on the fly. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe for the mid-season episode, like give our mid-season, like what, we, not our predictions, but what we want to see happen. Obviously I know what is I like that. Yeah. But like, it could be a fun way, like, you know, like a choose your own adventure kind of thing. So, I like it. I like right, it. Cool. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> we had some feedback, uh, we had, I asked people for their favorite moments and this is more in the last episode. So the first half of season okay, one, Okay. but Snoop cat 65 said his favorite season one moment was when coach Taylor tells Saracen, he needs to loosen up, take a girl out dinner movies, get her in the backseat of your car. Oh, that was not terrible. realizing he had asked his daughter to go out. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that was classic. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was good. Keep sending us your favorite FNL moments. I'm at Mrs. Tyler KSR. He's at fake Barney KSR. Um, Any other awards that we have? uh, Let's see. We have the most real moment, which I was struggling to come up with that one. Okay. Did you have Um, any? Has anybody walked in on you in the shower? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, but gosh, Buddy spinning the, uh, I mean, that was why Buddy was my favorite character. I mean, just (laughs) the hilarity of, it's like, oh, he's still here. Like when they're like eating and Buddy yeah. is like just sitting, laying there on the couch and stuff. It was just, it's just so great. Yeah. And then everybody wants to get out of the house. So Buddy ends up just having the house to himself. Um, and then he's like there as all the TMU stuff is going down. So like Buddy is like overhearing stuff that he normally has would have no business or way to overhear. Mm-hmm. And I just love that he's just all up in their family. Like, it's just really funny. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, the most real moment, um, I don't know. I would say probably that scene with Smash on the floor of the kitchen with his girlfriend. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. man, I mean, it was like, it was like, like we already talked about. It, it was really cool to see him, uh, a different side of him, but it was like, I don't know. I think the smash of the first half of season one maybe would have been like, I'm the smash. I'm not dealing with this. And I think he just really, you could tell that he really 
has fallen for her and how she has changed him a little bit for the better, or at least made him a little bit more um, aware of other people in the world besides himself. Yeah, he's um, had a, a really good developmental arc. Like really he went cool from arc. top of the world, cocky, whatever, to he kind of messed up in front of the the scout he was trying to impress, which led to the pressure and the steroids and lying yeah. to his family and his church. Yeah. And, and then he, you know, started dating this girl. And, you know, I, I think it was a good character arc for him. I don't agree with all of the the storylines. Like, I hated the steroid thing like we talked about. Right. Um, Tyra's character arc has been all over the place. Yeah, um, I like her a little bit more, though, like you said I would. Yeah. Um, you know, she's they've, they've decided to make her more than just someone who sleeps with random people. The floozy. The like, yeah, again, in the first half of the season, I just don't think they knew what to do with her. And they're like, well, let's see. Yeah. She could either be the town floozy. She could be the girl who wants to get out of the town. Right. Whatever. But I loved the Tyra and Lila um, stuff on the side of the road. Yeah. Uh, where they finally got all that stuff behind them they talked it out and then they all pile in landry's it was car so great and they're singing yeah. along yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was such an awesome and scene. poor landry i mean he just is <laughs> trying as hard as he can and like i love landry so much and there's just like you know he, he's trying to have his moment where he goes to dallas with tyra and ends up going to dallas with half the town in his car so. <laughs> i'm gonna have to go back and watch that episode i forgot how much i love that one it's just it's yeah, a feel good episode and i mean i love lot man i mean god you keep telling me that i'm not gonna like lila but i just, i love her like um drive like wrecking buddy's cars and his dealership like she, yeah that was you know, great like, and then she goes to his biggest rival and gets like you know the rental car or the and then i love that buddy's big rival gives her a limit you know that breaks yeah. down all the way so it's like the you know, it's classic these used, these car dealers you know yeah. and dylan are just total jerks you know i don't think it's i said like, this oh. in the last one but i hated her pt cruiser so oh, much yeah yeah that and then all of a sudden PT she's cruiser. driving the new car because buddy's trying to get her back you know right. so he gives her a new like oh it's just and that's so buddy too it's like right. hey how can i win over my daughter oh okay i'll give her one of my cars that i that cost me nothing you know like yeah. so great <laughs> i mean in terms of character arcs uh saracen obviously has come a long way but he's still going through stuff with his dad dad issues taking care right. of grandma julie's getting ready to leave um Riggins again all over the place but yeah. you know he had a, a nice state moment so yeah um yeah Jason Street he ends the season as an assistant coach and he got to give the big pep talk like that's that's I like that I like that role for him um and it I like keeps when him he's, around yeah, yeah when he's mentoring Saracen I think that's kind of a cool thing oh yeah I liked it when you could see kind of the main guys like at the night in night when they did the night practice yeah so it was like riggins smash sarazen and street yeah. and they were like out there together just the four of them under the lights and stuff then that it's kind of like great scene well no you never see the four of them together because they're all off doing their own thing and aren't really alike at all but you can mm -hmm. see that they're there is a friendship there it's probably not a really close friendship all four ways but there's you know connections there within that group and it was just it was cool to see the main four characters on the on the guy's side you know minus coach taylor you know having some time screen time totally 
Well, any other things you want to talk about? I mean, yeah, I mean, like the state, the state championship game was. I just, uh, it left a lot to be desired to me. I, you know, when did the when did the new Cowboys Stadium get built? I can. It was in Texas Stadium. They did all that build up about all not it. filling it up, and then about how it's going to be packed out, and then it wasn't even filled up. Like I don't know. I just, I just, I wanted a lot more from when they finally won state because it had been so long, so, and. Just let me down. Texas Stadium uh, was demolished in 2010. So, I guess Jerry World was built. And, yeah, 2009, the Cowboys moved to AT&T Stadium. Okay. I can't believe it's been around for 10 years. I remember going to that stadium for the uh, Baylor ice game and then later on that season, the Final Four. And that place is incredible. Yeah, I was there for uh, a a super – the regional with – my you know one of my friends is the uh, head coach at Florida Gulf Coast yeah um, and uh and when they when they went on their oh Dunk City run, yeah, yeah Dunk City and and uh and so I went I went down to Jerry World because that's where the regional was where they played Florida and lost right was there well that's your your Cowboys Stadium update you know in case yeah you're in for that. it's just like I mean <laughs> I just wanted I wanted more out of the I, I just hope I, I'm, I'm excited that that you said that the later seasons are your favorite because yes. if 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 season one was you know everything that we've just been hoping that we would get to and now it's over with then I'd be kind of you know not excited about finishing the podcast but I'm now I'm like okay you'll get momentum and the seasons are a lot shorter so it's easier to get through 22 right. episodes is a lot yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and I, I found out, so I was preaching, you know, everybody could watch it on Peacock and no ads. I ran into the ads. There must have been just like a, you get so many days without ads or you can watch so many episodes without ads <laughs> yeah. because now I'm hitting the ad walls and I'm just Get like, it on iTunes. It's super cheap. Yeah. I mean, I, I have also the just DVDs. got the 1960s Batman on iTunes. Oh, God. We, like are the not, we are not podcasting Bob, that. Zoot. Yeah, I've just watched the first two episodes yesterday, and, oh, and man. it's like just as good as I remember when I was a kid. That, that, we're, we're not going to podcast that. All right, well, whatever. <laughs> well, All right, well, give us your best buddy, Garrity. Uh, you know, clear eyes, full hearts. Clear eyes, full hearts. Believe me. Can't lose. Can't, can't lose. Go, go, Kate. Go, Kate. All right, go, season two next week. Why? Yeah, you ready? Center, Lila. Lila. Yeah, that's a <laughs> <laughs>